Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant and unfortunately today my fellow co-host George is away so I'm joined by Liam and our special co-host in invitation. Oh, sorry. Promo- promoted from guest to co-host, I like it. Well, today <laughs> yes. Sorry George, look out. Sorry George, yeah, you are away, cat's away. Um, Cora. Yes, hello. There we go. Each episode one of our hosts or a guest today Cara <laughs> nominates an album that they think is flawless and we talk about why they love it how they discovered it and why they think it's flawless as always we have a patreon which is patreon.com forward slash flawless amp and you can back us for as little as a dollar a month and there are content bonuses at five and ten dollars a month we recently doubled in size we so did we now have two yes so hello to all our lovely backers and we, hopefully, if you're listening to this in the future, we have more than two. Exactly. <laughs> we love you all, both of you. Yeah. Excellent. So, special guest slash co-host tonight, Cara. A little bit about yourself, maybe, and your album, please, if you um, don't mind. Of course. I am a nail tech by day. I also co-own a bar called Netherworld in Fortnite Valley. Yes. George, and- St. George's Street, is it? St. Um, Paul's Terrace. St. Paul's Terrace. St. Paul's Terrace. One of the saints. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. And I have just started my own podcast, Cruising for a Reviewsin, where I review Tom Cruise movies with friends who haven't seen the film, and then we review it together. Wonderful. Nice. What hasn't been discussed is your musical talents. Have you played a musical instrument Absolutely ever? Not. I Nothing. Am just <laughs> never tried. I've tried. What have you tried? Just uh, so. Just going to uh, relate to this Please. album they're going to do. Uh, go. I did join a band when I was living in Germany for a little while. Uh-huh. And I thought I was good at bass. I was absolutely not. And <laughs> I left that those guys really quickly because I was very embarrassed by how not good at music I am. So yep, sure. I've tried like I've tried guitar in high school and a few different things. And I, like, I thought I could do bass because I thought it was easier. But that's... Not necessarily true. And I've always had long nails, so I don't know why I thought I could play <laughs> something well, with strings. So. doesn't really complement the no. long nails. Or no, being, not at all. Yeah, interesting. And your bandmates just let you go. They didn't say, no, stay. We want, they no, 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 it was like a mutual agreement. We're like, right. oh, okay. this, is not, this is not working out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't, they didn't get to last very long because the other person in the group wasn't a very nice person in the end. But right. I still felt pretty bad. I'm like, hey, I'm going to come over. And it's like, oh, cool, an Australian. And like, yeah, she's terrible. <laughs> but you had a go. Huh? That's, that's I, I, I did have, have a go. go. Yeah. And really, is the question that honestly needs to be asked is, is it nails or a bass guitar? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Always nails. It's all, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it's a no-brainer, really. Yeah. I don't think there's a decision to be made. The amount of my clients who like, try have to say, oh, I'll take off my nails because I'm going to learn ukulele. I'm like, really? Do you need to? Really? Is there something else you can use? Selfish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Any other instruments you could choose yeah. than one Drums. that requires. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. So please, your album, we got distracted. Your album that you, you're proposing as flawless is? All right. It's an unusual one. It is called 13. Or Dreitzen, and it is by a German pop punk band called Die Ärzte. Ich 
And that's how you pronounce it? Yeah, cool. So now because I can okay, call I, De Arte because that's what I've been yeah. going with. I don't speak German. Right. I've, I've tried and I've learned a lot from listening to this band for a very yeah. long time and Duolingo, but not good at German. My pronunciation is not great, but it's D Erzta. It's probably as close as De Arzta. So the A with the umlauts, it means it's A-E, so air. Yeah. And what does that mean in English? It is the doctors. The doctors. And the only reason they're called that is because in the 80s when they got together, they noticed that the A with umlauts in their local record store never had anything in it. Right. And so they just thought of a word that they could right. use to fulfill in there. So, so they can be front of the, al- front of the alphabet. <laughs> front of the alphabet. I like it. That's great. Aaron A. Aronson strikes again. So what, what do you call What's the little letter thing? The, An umlaut. Umlaut. Sounds very cool to say. I wish I'd remembered that. <laughs> the Arza. Okay. Excellent. So so let's talk about Germany, please. I mean, okay. you, you played bass there. This, this, this is our first non-English album it we've is. ever covered. So yeah, we're going to have to lean on, lean on you for a lot of interpretation <laughs> about what some actually guidance, is going please. on. Please, yeah. All right. Well, I'll explain why I'm a fan. Um, I, I ended up going to Germany and being in that band because... Uh, in 2004, I saved enough money to go to Europe and specifically to see their tour, one of their tours. Nice. So I went around sort of about 10 shows on that tour. Um, they're only famous in Germany and to a slightly lesser extent, Switzerland and Austria. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're pretty much not known anywhere else. And they are huge in Germany. They are probably them and Die Tottenhausen and Rammstein are probably the three biggest bands in all of Germany. And right. Dietz is the only one that's not really known. Like the other two are known. Yeah. Outside of Germany. I haven't heard of, I've heard of Rammstein. I haven't heard of the other one. Die Tottenhausen. They, they had a couple of songs that were kind of big in the US. Yeah, you went to try and call them hits then. Your mind just went, oh, let's just call hit? them songs. Well, like, yeah. yeah. But they must have, I guess in certain scenes they would have been. Like yeah. They, they're a little bit more punk. So the Diazda consider themselves punk. Yeah. Um, but to them, punk isn't necessarily a specific genre of music. It's like mm-hmm. a way of life. Okay. Kind of thing, uh, and whereas D. Tottenhausen were probably a bit more punk. Yeah, I guess. So what does so Tottenhausen stand for? The, or mean? Uh, D. Tottenhausen means the dead pants, so the dead trousers. Right. <laughs> okay. Lots of so silly you, names. You can, yeah, you can call it anything in German. It's going to sound vicious and angry. It's great. <laughs> sure. It's awesome. Well, there we go. So, if so, you're not, oh, oh, not well-known outside of Germany, I mean, how did you find out about it? Yeah, like, yeah, so, you, you, you were, I mean... You go to 10 of these shows and you've saved up for this and this is an aspiration to get from here you were doing yes. that. You weren't in the UK and you thought, I'm going to go to... No. No, I'm going to... So um, yep. this is getting better and better. <laughs> this is the stuff I like. Okay, come on. Um, I found out about them. Two of my best friends in high school were doing German immersion at high school and so they all, most of their subjects were taught in German and part so, of that. So forgive me, when that means that they went over there? Yeah, so they ended up going over so there for three months to an exchange. Africa, I don't yeah. understand what that means. <laughs> Germany immersion, they could have immersed themselves in Germany yeah, and Handorf or something in Adelaide, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> huh? um, yeah, so they went over and then they wrote letters and one friend in particular, she said, oh, I found this really cool band. She wrote about what some of their songs are about. It's like, I can't wait to show you. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And so yeah. the minute she came home, she's like, I have to show you this album. And she was wearing a T-shirt of theirs and it had... The, my favorite member, who's now my favorite member, a guy called Beeler, on the front, and he had these half black, half green hair, and he had like a tie that was like a 3D skull tie right. and everything, and all black. And I was like, that is the handsomest man I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you lusted after him. This, uh, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, that is my dream man <laughs> in that shirt. And I was only, when was it? 
1998, so I was like 14, 15 then, and she played the, this album, uh, 13, for me, and she played two songs, Meine Freunde and Mina's in Schweiner, and yeah. I was just, I, like the minute I listened to them, I just said to her, uh, do you mind if I become a fan of this band too? Because <laughs> that was really good. And she, we were both fans together for all of high school, but as soon as high school was over, she kind of moved on and I just... Yeah, maintained. Moved on so from this band and you stayed. Yes. Yeah. With the Urza. So yeah, I ended up quitting uni because I hated uni and I got like a call center job for six months and saved up all my money and went over to Europe for two years. Nice. So did you know... Okay, when hang, you on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow down, please. Because now you've, you've, you, just, you discount the whole... It wasn't just went over to Europe <laughs> for two years, okay? <laughs> you've mentioned earlier you went to 10 shows of this. Yes, so... How, like... So... They are very big over there and they, so they'd released their album Geräusch. I don't know how to pronounce that. It means noises. And they were doing that to us. So one of their big songs and that was called Unrockbar, which mm-hmm. means unrockable, which is about making fun of a girlfriend who doesn't like rock music and listens to Ricky Martin, which is funny because I listen to more <laughs> pop music than alternative music and they're making fun of me. But anyway, um, and so their show was called the Unrockstar Tour. So I actually managed to get in contact with the guitarist and how they, they, i mean so because they're not that big email bo- bo- yeah they're just well, the emails email were actually would, pretty easy to find around. yeah yeah actually so i emailed. Emails, so i found the emails me, so. in 1998 when so 1998 prior to that they were pretty big but this album was what made them huge in germany this, mm-hmm. this so one, it was 13 very, yes yeah so it was very easy to find the email addresses so i had them when i was in 19 from 1998 i actually emailed them and Farron, the guitarist, was very, very kind to me and sent me a box full of CDs because I said, I can't wait to get your album. It's just really hard in Australia, but, you know, I'm a really big fan. I just want to let you know there's a fan in Australia. And he's like, okay, what's your address? I'm going to send you some CDs. And he sent me this huge no box. No way. Nice. And it was, yeah, it was very He's nice. really cool. Yeah. Well done. I yeah. like these oaks. So when yeah. he... <laughs> That's great. Good, good stuff. And when I emailed him 2004 to say, oh, I don't know if you remember, I'm that Australian fan. I'm actually finally coming to Germany. Like, I'm going to see as many shows as I can on your Unrockstar tour. And he said, no worries, you're on the guest list every single show. Nice. And I didn't take him up in every single one because there was there's play such big stadiums. I wanted to make sure I got could get right up the front. So yeah. some of them for like, you know, a bit further back, you couldn't get right in. So, but I took him up on a few of those, which nice. is pretty cool. Yeah. So walk me through, I mean, I've never been on a list like that, I suppose. Do you just rock up and you go, yeah, I'm Cara. And the guys yeah. say... In you go. Yeah, there's, cool. there's usually be like a line or a separate line or no. like the ticket office, you can just say. This is the best story ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is great. And they're so really humble people. Hey, wow. That's just. Yeah, they, they've got a recurring joke. Um, they call themselves. Have best- you met them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they know who I am. Like, um, Wonderful. They, yeah, they call themselves the best band of Welt, which is the best band in the world, yeah. which not because they think they are. They It's like a joke because they don't understand why people like them so much yeah because nice. they're, they're pretty daggy guys <laughs> like I, well i say that like they're i think they're cool out they look, look like rock stars but they're very nerdy like dorky people aren't so. we all yeah hi aren't cool. we all wow that's and a great story yeah from being a long time online friend of yours i also know that uh wasn't the first time you'd went to germany or wasn't the last time you went to germany no i went this and, year yes <laughs> Ah, I went this year. You did it again. So they haven't played in six years. They haven't played any shows, released any music. They're on 
they weren't hadn't broken up or anything. Um, they were just on hiatus. One of them had like um had to get some surgery and stuff because they are now in their fifties. Yeah. And they suddenly announced that they're doing a tour. So they announced that they were doing not one show in Germany and it was going to be a festival. So I said to my husband, do you start playing a festival? What are we going to do? And he's like, okay, we're obviously going to yeah. Europe this <laughs> year. Europe, yeah. And even though we both did not want to do a big, like one of the big German rock festivals, it's yeah. huge and like not my cup of tea. But sure. um, they said, this is the only German show. And then a few weeks later, they announced a tour, another tour, a um, festival in Austria. And we're like, oh, they're not. So it's like they're doing all the festivals around Europe. And then all of a sudden they're like, actually, we're doing the smallest club gigs we can possibly do all around Europe. Right. And so these guys play to tens of thousands of people at a time and they booked one club. The smallest club was the first one I went to, which was in Zagreb in Croatia. And it has a maximum capacity of 600 people. And nice. Yeah, even though I, I couldn't get So you jag a backstage, I mean, you, a free no, ticket for that? So I or didn't, you, how, do you, how do you get into Because obviously there must be more people around that would know. Yes, yeah, so everyone arts. in the audience is German, so there was not one single <laughs> local person there. So they only spoke German, which meant I didn't know what they were saying in between. They had a lot of banter with the audience and everything, so yeah. I can only kind of figure out some sure. of what they say. Um, but yeah, it was like I was so close to them and Bela, the drummer, who's my favorite, he spoke a little bit of English and he was like, does anyone here not speak German? And I was like waving my arms and he's like, <laughs> he's looked at me and said, I'm really sorry, we're going to speak German. But I promise that my like my voice is for everyone else, but my eyes are just for you. And like so he kept like throwing me looks and I was like, Oh my husband missed it. He was at the back. And I'm like, Did you hear Bila talk to me? He's like, Oh no, I heard him saying English, but I didn't know what he was saying. I'm like, that was to me. <laughs> was, he spoke to me. Bila spoke to yeah, me. Yeah, it was it was the nicest time. Yeah. Nice. The nicest time. Look at you. You're like a giddy schoolgirl about this. Oh, time. I love him so That's much. Awesome. Remember my, luckily my husband's like that Bill is a really handsome guy, isn't he? I'm like, yes, he is, isn't he? And he, he like has a lot of crossover interests with my husband. Like he loves horror and comics and mm-hmm. certain things. And I'm like, you are two peas in a pod. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Great. So the band, and you can actually, do you want to tell us the names Why? of the people in the you band? T- Why am I? Because so I'm, I'm, I'm going to get all three I'm of these names wrong. So, yeah. so tell us who's in the band. There are three members. They have been together since 1993. It is the Lead guitarist, the, the guitarist and singer is Farron Urlaub. Farron, it's not his real name. Uh, Farron Urlaub is like, it's like a joke name. Farren means go on and Urlaub means holiday. So his name means go on holiday because he right. loves taking holidays. <laughs> Good for him. And he is a very tall man with a very big smile and has always has bleach blonde hair that for most of his entire career, he had was like spiked right up. So very like... Um, Billiardless kind of guy, yeah. It's kind of, yeah, kind of like that, but like not cool. Like he, he was, yeah, okay. he wasn't like the cool kind of Billy Idol thing. It was just a little bit punk, but sure. bleach blonde hair, straight up. Um, Rodrigo Gonzalez, he's actually not German. He's from Chile. Yes, the name, sound like the, yeah, the name was a little bit, yeah. Um, he joined in 1993, so the band's been together since the early 80s, and he sings and writes. A bunch of songs, but not as much as the other guys. And he's a very much the quietest and a slightly younger member of the group. And mm-hmm. then Bela B, who is the one I like the most, he is the drummer and he is the other main singer. So he stands when he plays drums because nice. he's a big show off. Wow. And cool. so like in this that show, cool. he like Jeez. he'd drum and there'd be a bit where there's no drums and he'd like run around the stage and do all this stuff. So 
So yeah. what kind of kit does he have for standing? Like, is it just, a couple of snares and custom. some cymbals that doesn't have like a bass drum? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's standing, setup, standing, it's just playing it's that. Set up so he can stand up. Yeah. When he, awesome. When he plays. Because so. yeah, I know a lot of a lot of bands, few bands that have standing drummers, but they usually just have like one snare and one cymbal, and they don't have a bass drum at all. So it's yeah, nice to have like his a bass full, drum a, in this still one. Still a full bass kit. His bass drum, drum for kit. this tour was I said, oh, what did I come was it? This basically this instrument um, deafens fascists because they're very. Yeah. Very anti-fascism. They actually were really their first single when they rejoined, reformed back together in 1993 was an anti-fascist song. Mm-hmm. And it actually, and I found out about it two weeks after it happened, they got back in the charts. So some guy in Germany was like, all these fascists and neo-Nazis are coming back into prominence in Germany. Let's like make a point of getting this famous song of theirs back in the charts. Yeah. And they did and they got like back to number one and they were like, oh, we're going to donate all the proceeds to um, refugees and everything. And mm. it was on this Australian news and I found about it weeks after it happened and I was so angry. <laughs> like you, you are literally the only <laughs> person that news was for in Australia. <laughs> and I missed it. I was so mad. Yeah. So we know you loved it right away. Yes. It obviously grabbed you. How does it stand up? So you obviously, you probably like all their albums. Yes. How, do you, how does it stand up against, why did you pick this album against one of the other ones? I think, well, obviously, because it's the first album I ever heard. Mm-hmm. I think they that the next act, a couple of albums that came after were just as good and they were it was very similar in terms of the kinds of music they play. So they don't play just punk music. They actually yeah. cover a no, lot, of, a lot yeah. of genres, like anything like Schle- they do Schlager, which is like that really daggy German music you hear at Oktoberfest yeah. <laughs> and any genre of music you can imagine yep. they've done. Um, so they've, yeah, just the albums surrounding that are all similar in that way, but because I had this first. Mm-hmm. And it was also the one that turned them from being pretty well-known to super, super famous. And that's yeah. because of Mainers in Schweiner, mm-hmm. which was their lead single. Men are pigs. Yes. And they don't play that live anymore because they got very, very sick of it. Right. They were in all the team okay. magazines and everything. Okay. And they they made fun of and they called themselves Bravo Punks because Bravo was like the teen magazine. Yeah. So like we're not real punk, we're Bravo Punks. Which is yeah. But they don't play that song anymore. But it's a right. shame because it's a really good song. Yeah. So that's their most successful single. Yep. Um, and this is their most successful album as well. So it went platinum in Germany and gold in Austria and Switzerland. Uh, number one in Germany, number two in Austria, number one in Switzerland. So those were the three countries you mentioned earlier. And it, yeah, ticked all the boxes for all those places. Mm. Four singles. Uh, that song. Mainers in Schweiner. I'll say them for you. Uh, Thank you. Mainers in Schweiner. Yep. Uh, Goldener's Handwerk, which mm-hmm. means golden craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three was Half Love Song, and which mm. is, that's what it is in English. And number four was Rebel, which is Rebel. Yes. Mm. Um, Golden Handwork, Handicraft was a really unusual choice for a set. I guess if everyone knows that they're not a straight up punk band that they play around with a lot of styles. I just when I was just listening to it through, I was like, that's a really weird choice for a second single. Yeah. Especially if your first one breaks out so big, and then that's the soup. That's like the third song, and it's like a super country. They would have done that number. Like, yeah. People would have been like, oh, yes, so this really that was a really fun, catchy kind of poppy yeah. punk song, and then oh, just a pop song really, and then they're like, oh, fuck that, and yeah. then <laughs> release a country song, which is yeah. literally about how dumb drummers are. <laughs> 
Dabei kann ich's nicht belassen. Bei Gehirnfragen muss ich passen. Bin ein einfaches Gemüt, krieg selten mit, wie mir geschieht. Doch ich hab zwei Freunde, für die ist dies Lied. Weil ich Schlagzeuger bin. Oh, weil ich Schlagzeuger bin. Yeah, that's it's so weird. Like it's yeah, it's dedicated to and written by the drummer about how stupid he is. So yes. not just like other people saying drummers are stupid. It's him saying. Yeah. Was it something about like his mother when she was raising him, she realized he was stupid and went, oh well, I guess he can be a drummer. Like just. Yeah, the self, really mean. Like, the self-deprecation was like it's on new, next le- level. new level. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like whoa. Yeah, this is like, aspirational I, type of stuff. He's like, I can't stand traffic lights. I never know which color I should go. And the newspaper curse, man curses. Yet again, I tried to buy bread from him. Hey, shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have. I think they would have done that on purpose because they they've never been about fame. They were famously pro downloading. Like mm-hmm. um, they've said to people, like, oh, like we had to get this album. Like, just download it. In fact, they had. It. For a few albums, remember that little symbol that meant it's play protected. You can't yeah. copy it. Yeah. Yeah. They had their own version where it looks like a like someone doing the finger. Right. Because they actually did not care. Nice. Yeah. Because wow. <laughs> the other thing in that song is there is a flash of splash like slashing drums. Like it's because a couple of the songs they start off one genre and then they move into punk mm. and that one starts yeah, with country and then there and then there's a smash of drums. You think oh here comes the punk bit and then it just stops yeah. and it just goes straight. <laughs> It's just trolling the audience mid-song. Yeah. It's class, um, classic stuff. Yeah, that's something I haven't mentioned. Usually about half the songs in every album are piss takes and jokes and yeah. satire and stuff. So, yeah, a lot of their famous songs are really silly. Yeah. Yeah. So have you have you um, translated all the lyrics? Yes, yeah, so that was what I did when I was 14, 15 years old, like Alta Vista Babblefish. I just <laughs> translated them all and worked out what every single word meant and tried to teach myself. When I first went to Germany, I'm like, I know all this German and it turns out die Erste German is not German at all and sure. I really <laughs> didn't know anything. Okay. So but when you do you find that you understand German when you get over there? No. No, still. No, I I can read okay amount of German and if someone's talking really slowly and really like proper German, I could probably follow on a little bit, but as soon as they start like someone starts making jokes or using a little bit of slang, I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You want a very straightforward language. Like, this is not how I learned it in grade 12. <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't talking the way I was told you talk. <laughs> talk properly. Yeah, good. So, okay. Grant, not to not to talk out of turn, but Please talk out considering Car is the only one of very, very few fans of this band in Australia, yes. is it safe to assume that you and I, well, I have never heard of this band. Not, not even close. I, I knew of them because I've heard Car talk about them so mm. frequently online, but that was literally the only thing I knew about them. And I was glad to see they were on Spotify because my other concern was that they wouldn't even be they, on Spotify. They refused to be on Spotify for a very long time. Early, right. They only got on Spotify earlier this year, yep. which is convenient because it was just before I went overseas. So I could, like I have all the albums and everything, but I didn't have them on my phone. Sure. So I got to listen to them and they released it. I, I don't, I like to think it's for me, but they actually released <laughs> it, it was, on Australian was, Spotify first for some nice. reason. I think they just wanted to see what it was like. So all these Germans are like, we have to like pretend we're in Australia, get VPNs and pretend we're yeah. in Australia so we can listen to them. Which is, I yeah. find them on, on um, Apple iTunes. Okay. Um, but it was a compilation of four albums together. Right. Well, so, yeah, one of those things that they yeah. do after a while is just, yeah. No, flush, all four together. Like, okay, there you go, done. Yeah. Um, and probably what intrigued me um, is the lineage to Afrikaans, so the local li- dialects in South mm-hmm. Africa to um, to German. And so, D, I oh know it's not die, it's the, <laughs> yeah. oh, I know yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> and hand, Handwerk is obviously handwork and um, 
some of the lyrics just when they go, I didn't write them all down, but it was quite. You could, I could sort of pick up bits here right. and there. And like, yeah, oh, there you go. Sort of <laughs> like home, but yeah, <laughs> my old home at least. So yeah, there you go. Cool. Hmm. Um, couple of some favorite songs, Cara. What's some of the stuff you want to? Oh, this is this is really to? hard. Like, I remember Come on. when I, on the way over here, I was trying to. I was like, I'm just going to listen to my favorite songs because I didn't have enough time to listen to the whole album. It's like yeah. over an hour long. Hmm. Um, and like I got through the first seven songs. I'm like, I I can't skip any of these. Yeah. Like, I didn't even get yeah, through yeah, those. Sure. And also, there's good. another. That's one, there's of, our def- that's one of our definitions yeah. of four. This is yep. unskippable. So um, it's good. The the secret track on this. That, so they do. They love doing fun little things like secret tracks. Yeah. You, on the first song, a, if you rewind back three minutes fifty-five, there's a song called "Lady" by Rod, and it is like the best song. And everyone is obsessed with it. So at every um, concert I went to this year, everyone just kept screaming "Lady, Lady, play Lady" because <laughs> it's it, yeah, everyone's obsessed with it. And it's like a really good cheesy '80s sort of style song that they just yeah. slipped in there. Can you get Can you get to that on Spotify at all? I don't know how you. They skip. don't have it on no. Spotify. They only have the live version from a live album on there. There's a really good version on YouTube, but that's right. it. for some reason. I guess people can't rip it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I read it. I read that there was a secret track, yeah. and everyone really loved it. And I was like, I don't know how to get to a secret track. <laughs> <on Spotify." laughs> Drag out my old CD player, and I'll be able to get. Yeah, oh, not a problem. I'll but get you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> not on Spotify anymore. Those days are gone. Um, other songs. So I say my favorite songs. Uh, main one would be Ignorama. <laughs> Delfine in Tunkelsalatige Main, doch es könnte mir nichts egaler sein. Wenn am Stand der letzte Wahl verwest, es könnte mir nichts egaler sein. Am Mebeck Street Boys sich aufgelöst, es könnte mir nichts egaler sein. Und es noch jeder Politiker ein Schwein, es könnte mir nichts egaler sein. Two ticks. Is that, a oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a song. Basically, it's about apathy. It's like one low words lines like if the Backstreet Boys broke up, I couldn't care less. Just about he just lists all these different things. Anything happening in the world, I couldn't care less. Just about general apathy and. Mm-hmm. I, know, I really like that song. It's kind of halfway between being silly and serious because they actually are very passionate about certain things. Right? Yeah, there was there was a lot of stuff on this album. That I was looking up the lyrics and then using Google Translate to translate it to English, and there was a lot of stuff in there that was like, ah, oh, I really hope this is tongue in cheek because if it wasn't and they were playing it, that is really how they think. I'm like, I don't think Kara would really like them if they yeah. really thought <laughs> that was serious about that. One. Stuff. I was like, yeah, no. I don't think that's like. Um, I'll just jump to the uh, end song, the grotesque song. Yeah, the anti-protest Grot- protest song. The anti-protest song. Grotesque song, which is big song, I would presume. In not just grotesque, just grotesque. Yeah. So it's just about grotesque making song. fun of protest songs, and then because Farron sings it, and Farron has famously been vegetarian, I think now vegan, for a very long time. Yeah. And so one of the lines is, you know, how I don't care about anything, any of your protest songs. They're boring. I hate hippies. Blah blah blah. And he's like, I can't wait to eat a giant steak on an ivory plate. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's very passionate, like. Yeah, kind of person. So, it's, so. Hmm. if I feel like it, I'll shit the North Sea. Then I pull in a seal steak on a plate of ivory, and then I put the sluts of green peas flat one after the other all night, and I laugh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I hope that's tongue in cheek because I can't because I can't tell the yeah. tone, no, the tone inflection of the words. I can't yeah, without yeah. knowing the band, you would be like, why yeah. are you saying this? But knowing them, yeah, it was a different. And, and even like, I'm sure there's an inflection in the words and the way. Yeah, like yeah. It might even be the actual words that he uses, like. There might be a different meaning for slush 
that's like a real one versus like a joke one sort of thing in German that I don't no, really no, know. They, or, it no, sounds, it's, it's a straight, just up, straight one. up Yeah, yeah. Like one of their songs is very famous from the next album. It is, the lyrics are really sex, like misogynistic at first. And then at the end, it's like a twist. Yeah. And I, I have friends who are like, I hate that. I, I like that song, but I hate how horrible it is, even though I know the yeah. twist is coming. <laughs> and, I, you know, it's actually a big joke, but yeah, they, they do that. Like they just lure you in with... Yeah. Um, a certain theme and then they're like ha didn't actually think like that at all yeah so. no yeah there was that came up and then Ignorama was like that as well when I was reading I was like oh I don't think that's I think it's yeah. a bit tongue in cheek but very, musically it's very heavy they like um metal, a lot of their jokes they do a lot of joke songs that sound really serious and yeah. there's another song called Baby that's like a real sort of rock ballad and it's about being vegetarian like it's like right. a silly song about giving giving pigs a chance don't eat them because they're really they're really nice animals and yeah. stuff but it's a really like serious sounding song yeah. so they do that a lot as well so what your what were your tracks then um so i liked ignorama yeah. uh, i liked rebel <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, it has like that acoustic opening and then through the verses it's quite acoustic and then sort of fist up punk yep. fist up mm-hmm. punk in the chorus very serious song that's actually about being rebellious against yeah like, I figured that was a bit more of a straightforward mm-hmm. one and then even um, a song for you the second one Ein Lied for Dich Ein Lied for Dich that one yeah I think the the really the straight more straightforward punk songs of theirs I really loved I thought mm. that was really well that cool. was that's a joke song too that's a song dedicated to super hardcore fans yeah and you know how obsessive because their fans are obsessive yeah um as like I they, demonstrated like they travel like they <laughs> travel from thousand kilometers away to go <laughs> sure. and see them um, oh, crazy and then there's a verse dedicated to the haters and how your haters make us more famous our haters make us more yeah. famous and then um at the and they just make a joke about how rich they are and thanks, guys, yeah. for making it so rich. So. <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. So this, this is all the stuff that I wasn't getting as much through the tone of the music. So I, the songs yeah. that I liked were mostly the ones, the instrumentation that I really it's, latched yeah. onto. For sure. I, look, I think certainly... And we, we would always struggle with something yeah. like this because of the language barrier and it's, it's the instrumentation first that gets, gets mm. you big time. Um, I thought... I heard patches in it of, of early Green Day. I don't want to mm-hmm. offend anyone. But bit of, bit of, bit of <laughs> pop punk. Like a pop, yeah. It's pop punk as well as yeah. regular punk and metal um, and stuff. So, yep. What do you think of Punk East, the first one? Were you expecting, yeah, I got it. Were you expecting it to? <laughs> I, yeah. It was like it's had the, the jazzy, the piano and the trumpets and then sort of that, that was one of the ones that like started off like a weird genre and then kicked into punk sort yeah. of all the way through. But when I looked it up, he was like, "It's yeah, it's like punk is, and it's like a list of things." Yeah, that punk so all three is, of them sing really good. a verse where they talk about what they think punk. Like you think punk is, you know, being political and being sm- smelling bad, like all these different things. Yeah. And then they say, "Well, just you know, punk is whatever you want it to be. Just stand up for what you yeah. love and believe in, and then it just breaks into like a proper kind of punk song. Punk but song? it's very yeah. jazzy at first. Yeah, yeah, it was very different. And I wasn't sure if I was gonna like the first time I was listening to, it, I was like, ah. Oh, it's just gonna be like this for one, you know, one verse chorus, and it'll kick in, or maybe it'll, and it's almost all the way right through to the yeah. end. That it sort of stays that way. So they've never been tempted to sing in English. No, they they nearly released a English album, mm-hmm. 
and I remember hearing one song and it's the original version was called Shunda Song and it was about punching a guy in the face. It's a very, very good song and very good music video too. They could do no wrong in your mind. No, so, no. But yeah. it's, carry no on. It's, it's really like, it's like <laughs> a big, the, the film clip's like a big, um, like 1930s, 90, sorry, 1940s, 1950s musical and there's like all girls in white with feathers and everything, but it's like a scar song about punching a guy in the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's very silly. Yeah. But they, so they did an English version of that, but they changed all the lyrics to, and they called it Love Hurts. Right. And it was bad, right? Because it, it, he he sounds really that really nineties pop punky mm. whiny kind of voice. Like his voice okay. didn't it was Farron. His voice didn't translate. Yeah. And so they recently released all of the unreleased music and this big box set, and including all the English ones, which you have. I, I haven't even downloaded so far because it's very expensive, and I haven't <laughs> had a chance to buy it. Yeah, they. Just some of them were trash. Just yeah. they don't, it doesn't like I just guess because I've been listening to it a certain way for okay. a long time. They, it doesn't sound good in English, yeah. so I'm glad they didn't do it. They have a few songs in um, cause Spanish because Rod is speaks Spanish mm. and Chile. There's a song in Sweden. Sweden, Norway, yeah, France. He's Swedish. He's because Farron can speak a lot of languages, so they got a few different songs in different languages, but. Otherwise, yeah, they just—they're not worried about being big anywhere else. They just yeah, yeah it's yeah. intriguing because I mean, it doesn't sound like they've—they've they've courted fame at all. No. Um, if anything, you know, they, they, yeah, they like, want to be the antithesis thereof. Farron, you don't know. We don't know anything about him at all because right. he—he's vegan. Really you know that much, don't you? Yeah, this, he's famous. He, he doesn't drink. I know he doesn't drink alcohol. So, like at the concert, he, someone brings out a hot cup of tea. He keeps <laughs> replenishing, and he just stands there sipping his cup of tea. And he's vegetarian. He has a, a sister, and that's that's not, not a lot. Yeah, like you know everything to do with the band, but yeah, personal life. Nothing. He's really secretive. Yeah. Mm. That's what I was going to ask. If he's standing as a drummer, does it, do they bring his kid up to the front so the three of them are standing next to each other, or is he still? He, at the he's back? still a bit further back, but okay. yeah, like I said, he runs. Bela runs around yeah. constantly, and so this in this tour, he had light up shoes as well, which was really cute. Nice. Like he kept running around and like dancing and carrying on and. He, he's the only one like the other two always wear the same outfits they all wear black really simple kind of outfits whereas Bela wears really interesting t-shirts and like he's wearing leopard print leggings and one thing and these glowing sure. shoes and everything like he's the wacky yeah one but also like kind of Vic Goff and everything and do they just play on the they have just the three of them on stage when they play they don't yes. have like extra stage no. members or anything no nice. the only time so Farron had a fairly successful solo career for a while. They had a little tiny hiatus and he did a lot of, he loved ska music, so a lot of ska music focus. And so he had an all-female band behind him and then he had three, only three guys and they were from a very famous German ska band mm-hmm. and they were on the horns and that. So that's the only time yeah. any of them really had other people on stage. Very good. All right. We might just about, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? We'll all wrap this one up and give us your final pitch, Cara. The, the, for, for me, can I get it right? Die Erzte? Die Erzte. Die Erzte. Not today. <laughs> but I tried. Thank you. Final pitch for Die Erzte. I, this is really hard because I think context has a lot to do with of why course. I like this album. I like, I was listening to it and I, was, I like to think that it's just fun and easy to listen to. I know when I first listened to it, I had no idea what was going on. And I'm like, I just enjoy all this music really, really much. But... Yeah, context makes a lot of difference. Like some of the yeah, some of the song, like there's a song about the count. It's called De Graf. Ja, der Graf weiß nichts vom Mozumloch und Kernenergie. Ja, der Graf ist Vergangenheit, Blut und Nostalgie. Ja, für 
gefürchtet bei allem das Böse in Person. Und trotzdem war er begehrt bei den Frauen, sie machten zum Lohn ihm die Hälse frei. Doch das ist lang vorbei. Which is literally about Dracula being sad because no one's scared of him anymore. And it's like that from that, <laughs> what was that movie? Um, I know, oh, what's his name? Who was in it? The guy from How I Met Your Mother. No. Neil Patrick Harris. No, no, no. The um. Jason Segel. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, his little his little um puppet. Yeah, when he has he does his co- yeah, yeah. So nice. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I remember I was telling my husband about that song. He's like, "Is it fun from that movie? His Dracula song." I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, it actually yeah. is." But it was really. <laughs> I did that way before, so it's actually a song like that. So, yeah, I think just listening to it, I think it's a really good album. But when you understand what the band's about, and some of the lyrics are hilarious. Actually, I realized listening to this. A lot of songs are about breakups. Like uh, my other, actually my ultimate favorite song on this is Nigazat, which is Never Said, which is a really sad breakup song. And it's all, yeah. that's like the big pop song with like all the orchestral flourishes yeah. and like really synthy drums and everything. Like it's just yeah. way outside. Yeah, there's actually like four or five songs. There's a couple of two or three apathy songs and then a bunch of breakup songs and a bunch of really silly songs. But yeah, I just think it's just the best album mm-hmm. of all times. And I, <laughs> of all time, you I think, I think you, so, yeah. If, if you like, you can tell us, I think it's flawless and I don't care what you think. We've been told that most, many times by people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Here go, like, but I, like, I, I don't, if you guys were to say it was flawless, I'd die of shock because there's so much nuance to why I like it. Mm-hmm. That it's great. Thank you for sharing so much for God. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. I'm really sorry, I have so much more I can say too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to convey why I like it so much. It's just, yeah why Germans are so crazy about them, yeah. I guess. <laughs> totally. Wonderful. Liam. Yes. May I get your uh, your feedback, please? This is a thumbs yes. up, a, a flat or a thumbs down, please. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to take partial responsibility for that thumbs down because when I was asking Cara what albums yes. she wanted to do, she was like, oh, I want to do this album, but it's in German. I'm not really sure it'll really connect. I'm like, no, no, do it. It'll be great. We'll still understand it. You don't need the con- We won't need the context. It'll make sense. And you did that, say that. that actually, that, it's that, documented. Yes, that is. That's, <laughs> that was in the phase. He's like, it's going to be fine. We'll still get it. It'll be, you know, yes. it'll work out. And um, unfortunately, it didn't work out because I can't. I needed the context, and I couldn't connect to it. Like, I think if it was more, if it was a more straightforward punk album, like three chord punk to straight yeah. through angry songs, I'd get it, and I could probably connect to it. But there are layers, and I can feel the layers, even if I can't. But I can't understand them. So, like yeah. I said, when I was looking through the lyrics. I was going, oh, that's that last song. And a couple of times I was like, oh, don't, this is a little off. And the only thing that made me think, no, it's okay, was the fact that you were such a big fan that I knew they must be tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Mm. So also some of the stylistic stuff around like the many different genres they played in. Thank you. I didn't really think worked quite yeah. as well for me. Like I think the, the really straightforward songs I really liked, but the ones that were a bit more like something and then punk didn't work as well for me. So I really liked it and I love that we've stepped outside of our comfort zone, but I think we've gone too far and I need to go back and <laughs> surround myself with a warm blanket of familiarity and, sure. and songs that I understand oh. so that was yeah so yeah, love love the album but I yeah it's not something that I'll probably connect I connected with the way I, I needed it to is for a flawless complicated because a lot is. of that in the album before this Lee Frisure it didn't do very well but it is an entire album dedicated to hair right that's just for a joke they did a whole yeah. album they wrote a few songs wow. for an EP and then they're like oh we've got enough for an I album I literally couldn't relate yeah. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> 
Which check, out they, they do like check out our Instagram for reason why that would be. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. And Grant, uh, your final thoughts and a verdict. Look, I would. Uh, I agree with you. I've got to say, it's a, it's a thumbs down from me. Um, I think your your reference to the stylistic stuff is is was a bit of a challenge. I enjoyed it. I thought you know mm. certainly great to listen to, and I can see see value to it. But I, I even with the little bit of African and German mix, Afrikaans and German. I didn't really get where they were going, you yeah. know, contextually with it, and you lose the context. Um, but some of the stuff was was really great to listen to, and mm. I thought some some of it was just a little bit uh, a bit forced with the mixing of the genres. Because I was like, I'm going one way, and then no, we're yeah. back, <laughs> and then other times we're not. Yeah. So um, good to listen to. I think I'd, I'd like to also get back to our. Yeah. And shame on you, you know. You took a chance. No, it's yeah. good that you took a chance. Yeah. And I loved and I loved your stories. To be quite honest, yeah. I think that the the value of of these um, of these discussions has always come down to the context of of where you were, how you heard it, why is it still relevant, why was it relevant then, um, what have you done, and and you've got, I mean, you've travelled, and and these guys have have contacted you via email in 1998 or whatever 2004 yeah. and sent you back a lot of stuff that's awesome so these guys must be a great bunch of of, of individuals um and um i think we could all afford to learn some more german yes maybe it something's just something it has, the album has a lot of subtext yes. that's, that's what it is it's, yes every song has a lot of subtext which you've researched which you've yes. over given years, us today, yeah. which is years awesome. of commitment but yeah it was and hard maybe too. you've really been attracted physically to some members of the band and that's fine too <laughs> you know and that's why you were so driven to research the stuff we didn't have that drop I no. didn't at least this time it could change in the future yeah so thank you so much for your time yeah Fine. Thank you um, for letting me, indulging me and in talking about Dietzter for a while. <laughs> oh, it's great. I've got a friend. Her name is Antje Wuller. She's from Germany. She lives here. Maybe she'll listen to this podcast and she'll say, Grant, I know them and you are a dick for not saying that they're great. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? So, anyway, thank you for, to everyone for listening. We have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are Flawless AMP on all of those. So, please join the conversation, share or like our posts or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also now have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flawless AMP. So if you'd like to back us, please check that out. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.